May we love him just the same, huh? This year. You know, I've asked Ginny. She's been singing this on the first day uh, or first week, whenever first week of New Year, uh, just the same. And I've asked her this time to repeat it again. And if we are here for next year, uh, Ginny will sing just the same, Lord, just the same. Uh, that's my song. And uh, I'm thankful for each and every one of you to see you on the first Sunday of the new year. So, Happy New Year. And this is, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, our challenges that the Lord has placed before us. Uh, before we do that, um, uh, Joe, Bill's wife, uh, wanted everybody to know that um, she will appreciate no phone calls, don't call on them, uh, no food, no nothing. She was, she is going to rest uh, this uh, week and uh, we will know when uh, she will decide on the memorial uh, service. So with that, um, we hope that you are rejoicing that our brother is in heaven. He is uh, very busy talking to the Lord and enjoying, uh, enjoying the taste of a beautiful, beautiful home, and which is heaven. So, um, may the Lord comfort each heart, and we look forward to see him soon when the Lord comes to take us home. Amen? Amen. So, let's go back and read from Matthew. Read from Matthew, chapter 6. Verse 25. Matthew 6:25. I'll wait till you have your Bibles open. For this reason, the Lord speaking, for this reason I say to you, do not be anxious for your life as to what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor for your body as to what you shall put on is not, the mo- is not life more than food and the body than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. That they do not sow, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single cubit to his lifespan? And why are you anxious about clothing? Observe How the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory did not clothe himself like one of these. 
But if God so arrays the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more do so for you? O men of little faith. Do not be anxious then, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or with what shall we clothe ourselves? For all these things the Gentiles eagerly seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek ye first. Seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, last verse 34, Therefore, do not be anxious for tomorrow. Do not be anxious for tomorrow. For tomorrow will take care of of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Amen. I have a note that I wrote about 25 years ago on my Bible. You can tell that my Bible is an old Bible. I've had it since 45 years. And I have so many notes. Leave tomorrow with God. Today is ours to glorify Him. Leave tomorrow for God. And today is ours to glorify Him. We should always avoid the peril of living either in the past or in the future. Last week, we talked about the past. And we talked about God is able to do everything we ask him to do, provided we ask according to his will. And we're going to continue today. And if we're thinking about either the past or the future, we are missing. We are missing what? The present. But instead, we should seize the potentials that each one, God has given to each one. We should seize it for the moment and build our experiencing on today experiences on today, not on yesterday, nor what's going to happen tomorrow. God is calling us to think of today, this this morning. So, if you want to fill your, uh, to, to live your life to the full, may I ask you to think, what can I do today? The past is gone, right? But let's seize the moment. That's my first point. Let us seize the moment today. Many of us live under the crushing burden of accumulated yesterdays. We sit down and think about them. And we think also about tomorrows. And it's fearful when we think what's going to happen tomorrow. Doing so, you know what happens? It robs us. It robs us of the opportunity 
to take advantage of the present. There are so many people, they live on tomorrows. And what is going to happen? And others, they still think of our yesterdays. Those were the days. They're gone. And we talked last week that for remember to forget the yesterdays. They, we had enough trouble with them. And, but do remember the blessings of God that were bestowed upon each and every one of us here. And let us think of that. Paul, in writing to the Ephesians, chapter 5 and verse 15, he says, Making the most of your time, because the days are evil. Aren't we living in evil days? Let's take advantage of the present, of what God, what God has given us, what God has bestowed upon each and every one of us, and let's take advantage or seize the opportunity of that. Someone said, there are two days that we should eliminate from our calendar. Yesterday and tomorrow. We must beware lest we let yesterday or tomorrow hinder us from doing our best today. Today. Today among the joys of facing a new life, a new year. This is the fifth day of the new year. There is a joy of knowing that opportunity is before us to grow and serve God. That's my call. This is the opportunity that the Lord has given us. We are still alive. We're still around. We're still here. Let's seize the opportunity and serve God. We must endeavor to be mentally and spiritually active in the work of God. You remember of the church? Work. Whatever responsibility you have, do it from the heart. Let us determine also that during the coming year, we will grow in grace and in his knowledge. Let us attend church. Let us come ready for Bible studies. Let us come ready for choir. Let's ready for prayer meetings. And we have been off for about four and a half months. We've been off. We've been only meeting on Sundays due to the electrical problems we had. But thank God, it's all restored. And next week, Effective next Monday. Bible studies, choir, everything and on. Let's endeavor. Let's endeavor to attend these meetings and come seize the opportunity to serve the Lord. The greatest of all life opportunities is the opportunity to witness to others, to work with lost souls. And we need to be doing this in this church on this new year that the Lord has given us. 
And in my opinion, it is the highest achievement possible in a human life is to win a soul for Jesus Christ. The will of God, his will for us, is to do our best. Do our best when? Tomorrow? Tomorrow is not ours. Remember that. Do our best today and leave tomorrow in his hands. Remember that we, what we said last week, that we have been guilty at times, willing to fill our minds with guilt and regrets concerning the things that have happened in the past. And letting the devil rob us of doing important things today. Don't let the devil rob you. Therefore, let's be careful to walk not as unwise men, as the Bible says, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. Sir William Osler, a world-renowned doctor, made the following statement. Our main business, he says, is not to see what lies dimly at a distance, but to do what lies clearly at hand. For yesterday is but a dream, and tomorrow is only a vision. Look well, therefore, to this day. So let's seize the opportunities. God has given us life, and we are here. And if his will for each and every one of us, it is his will that we should serve the Lord. It's a challenge during this year. So, back to work, right? Back to work. And let us seek him so he will help us and be with us. That's the first one. Seize the moment. Secondly, cast your worries aside. Cast your worries aside. We have been given time Time, as we say, is lent to us. Time is lent to us by God to do his service. To worry and fret about what is going to happen tomorrow or the day after will steal our peace and deprives us from our self-motivation. Cast them aside. Tell Satan, get behind me, Satan. The word of God clearly says, and I repeat, and instruct us in Psalm 37, 8. And remember that, 37, 8. Do not fret. In other words, do not worry. It only causes harm. Instead, the Bible says, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. How about that? Psalm 37, 5. 
We the children of God have a mission. Each one has been given a ministry. We should go about it with all our hearts, all our minds, all our power to do it. Not worrying what's going to happen. Not worrying about tomorrow. We focus many times on the events and what's happening around us. And tell you one thing, I have I don't have good news about the the situation in the world today. And you know it very well. We don't I don't have to tell you. But this will add burdens on us. And we should we should go ahead with our life without carrying these burdens, knowing that Almighty God is directing the world with his own hands. And no one can change the course that he has planned for us. No one. Anxiety does not belong in the heart of God's people. Do you hear me? Anxiety does not belong in the hearts of God's people. And I'm not giving you something new. I am quoting the Bible. What Paul writing to the Philippians, what does he tell them? You know it. Be anxious. What's the meaning for nothing? Does this cover everything? Does it? Be anxious. Does it cover everything? Ah, doctor? (laughs) Okay. So, be anxious for nothing. Dr. Howard Kelly once said, What on earth are you, a child of God, anxious about? What on earth are you, a child of God, anxious, worried about? A job? He'll take care of you. Health? Thank God. You have all the doctors in the world, but the great physician is up there. And he'll take care of you. What are you worried about? You could not possibly be more secure than what you are now. And you know why? Because he is taking care of you. He is our security. Stop trying to be more secure. He is all in all. And you know why you feel insecure? Because you are looking inward. You're looking outward. But you're not looking upward. Of course we plan. And there's nothing wrong with planning. Don't get me wrong. Don't ever go say, Adel said, don't plan. No, no, plan. I'm planning for my vacation in July. But you know, I put it in his hands. I said, Lord, if I live to get there, and if it's your will, it will make it happen. And then lock it and forget about it. And when it comes, I say, thank you, Lord. My shorts are ready, and I'm going Be anxious for nothing. We make provisions. And work hard to provide for our families. And this is 
all good and we must, we must do it. But Peter says, and thank God for Peter, in 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care, your anxiety upon him. Because what? Because I have, I bought myself uh, an insurance, okay, for life. Doesn't work. You might die tomorrow, someone else will cash it. Casting all your care upon him because he cares for you. Should he come today? Oh, I hope he will come. Or any other day. Our part, our part is to be ready at any time. So my question is, are you ready? As they say in the world, if your number comes today, are you ready? We should be ready at any time. And you know, as someone said, we can only live one day at a time. That's all. The world is in turmoil, and we mentioned that. And nations are so confused. Not knowing what to do. The United Nations body is in disarray today. Try to read the papers. With disunity as how to handle the present world conditions. Fear and worry are gripping the hearts of many. The solutions seem to be ineffective. Any decision they take is ineffective. And once they try to figure out. One area, guess what happened? Another area, another problem erupts in a different area somewhere in the world. Only God has a solution. Stop fretting. And we, his people, must sit still and see the salvation of the Lord. Moses, Lee, when he led the children of Israel out of Egypt, the very first stop was a very difficult situation. I mean, they couldn't go back. There's a big mountain on this side, and there's the deep sea on this side, and back there's Pharaoh behind him. And Moses stood there with his staff, not knowing what to do. You know what came, what the voice of the Lord told him? And this is what God is telling us. This is what the voice of God is telling us. Okay, he says, Moses, go forward. Moses, what are you waiting for? Tell my people what to go. And the Lord is telling us, throw away all fears. Throw away the worry about tomorrow. Throw away what's happening in the United Nations. Throw away what's happening in every, all countries around the world. And in our country that we love so much. Huh? Put this aside. And start living for me. 
Because this is the most important thing that you can ever do, is living for the Lord Jesus Christ first. I read something, I came across the following, that we need to consider at the beginning of this year. And it's a quotation, I don't know who wrote it, but he says, remorse over yesterday's failure. You be careful about that. Anxiety over today's problems. Worry over tomorrow's uncertainty. And procrastination with one's present duty. So, may I ask you, dear brothers and sisters, let us go to work for the Lord. That pays dividends more than anything else you do. Go do your job and do it with all your heart. Throw yourself in it. Love your job. But never forget that the Lord has given you the job. Honor him in your life. My third word and last is let's move forward. You know, about three, four months ago, I talked to you about let's cut the rope. Those who remember, you know, we have a mind that doesn't remember at all. Cut the rope. What's holding you? Cut it. In the same portion we read today, ten verses, the Lord gives us a recipe. He tells us not to worry. Not to be anxious. But he gives a recipe in in between. And this verse, verse 33, Matthew 6, 33, it says, Seek ye first, you can repeat with me, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be, not given, shall be added to you. Shall be added to you. So since we know who is in charge, And know that he will take care of us. And that he will not leave us nor forsake us. Let us charge forward. Let's forget everything that hold us. And go forward for the Lord. You know, I don't know how many of you saw this movie. The man who knew too much. I don't know. I don't know. The new generation, I don't know whether you know about it. It's Doris Day sings it. The new generation, okay, I'm giving you some news, okay? <laughs> but those, those who remember Doris Day, and she was looking for her son, taken, taken away, and they didn't know how, and she sat in a room, and he knew a song, she started singing, Kursara Sara. It's a French word, que sera, sera. And we pronounce it que sera, sera here, okay? <laughs> the translation of this is whatever will be, will be. And the next one says the future's not ours to see, que sera, sera. If the world knows that the future is not ours to see, 
And whatever will be, will be. We as children of God, we know very well who is directing this whole world. We know who is the God of the universe. We know that he is going to take care of it. And we know that we should not be hindered and stopped. Let us go forward. Cut the rope. What's holding you? And let us go forward. You cannot change the past. But you ruin a perfectly good present by worrying about the future. One of God's men once said, Worry is interest paid on trouble before it's due. (laughs) Do you get that? (laughs) When I read it, I said, yeah. And he added, What comes through human interference with the divine plan is worry. The story of, is told, and most of, most of you know it, of a, of the ship that was trapped in a severe storm at sea. All were prepare, preparing to abandon ship. All except one little girl who was playing with her doll. When asked if she were not afraid, aren't you worried little girl? She calmly replied, no, because my father is the captain. Well, thank God we're not playing with little dolls, but we are busy serving the Lord, are we? Let's get busy. Our captain is the one who is piloting this ship. He knows everything and we have, we don't have to worry. We are on God's plan. And we have heavenly orders to stand firm, to go forward immovable in the Lord, as Philippians 4.1 says, to rejoice and not to worry, but to keep our eyes on Christ with faith moving forward toward the goal. What's our goal? What's your goal? Oh, many people, many people have many goals at the very beginning of the year. And today is the fifth. Eighty percent have broken The goals are no more there. But the goals that God has placed for us, the goals of Christians are different. Let us go serve the Lord. And let us cut the rope and what's holding you. Leave it behind. Your worries behind. What your bad experiences behind. As we said last week. And let us go forward. Let us move forward. Let us go forth unhindered. By the events around us. Let us not look forward to what may happen tomorrow. The same everlasting father. Who cares for you today. Will take care of you tomorrow. And every day. He either. Will shield you from suffering. Listen to this. Or he will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace then. Put aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations and let us move forward unhindered by the events around us, knowing that He, Jesus Christ, is with us always, even to the end of the age. I preached on that 16 years ago. 
Randy and Natalie were on their second day of their honeymoon. And I preached on that. I said, come, rain or sunshine, he is with us. Spring, summer, winter, fall. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, the same Lord. It's the same. That reminds me of a verse in the Bible written by one of the greatest hymn writers, Ira. Yeah. And he says many things about tomorrow. I don't seem to understand, but I know who holds tomorrow. And I know who holds my hand. Are you afraid? Are you anxious? He's holding your hand. Thank God we're not holding his hand. He is holding. I know who holds my hand. Amen. Let's go forward. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Our Father, we are thankful that we have you to rely on to lean on to walk with us and help us through this journey it might be rough it might be clear sometimes clear sailing sometimes it's rough but you know we say with that little girl I know my father is the captain. We know that our father is God of the universe who holds everything in the palm of his hand. So, as we begin this year together in this church, we pray that you take us and lead us. Hold our hands and give us help. And give us strength to continue this journey with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.